Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast titled We Talk To with your hosts Namkolo Mwangala and Tracy Gatawa. This podcast gives you a local feel and updates of what's happening around us. We discuss the economy, the creative industry, local and international developments and some of our personal stories. It's really a chat amongst friends, so sit back and enjoy this journey with us. Hi friends and welcome once again. We are so excited to be back on air to do what we love doing most. A lot has happened since our last episode and most of it was quite heartbreaking. Um, We've seen a surge in coronavirus cases here in Zambia in the past month. And this third wave has been nothing but brutal. Definitely, Trey. Uh, We are experiencing the sharpest curve since the beginning of the pandemic. And it's with great sadness that we announced that one of the heartbreaking experiences we've had was the loss of Kenneth Sinkamba, the president of the Zambia Institute of Marketing. If you want to know more about Ken, you can listen to the podcast we did with him in episode six, uh, which we did in February. Yeah, Ken was not only a marketing expert to us, he was also a friend and our heartfelt condolences got to his family, his friends, and everyone whose life has been impacted by him. This same month, we have also lost the founding father, Dr. Kenneth Kaunda, who was a liberator, a Pan-Africanist, and a great leader, dearly loved by many. So before we get into our topic of the day, we just want to take a moment of silence as a tribute to these two and many more that we have lost to this pandemic. Okay, friends, um, we know we started this episode on a rather sad note, but friends, be excited. And uh, for digital marketing lovers, grab your pens and paper as you might walk away with some tips and tricks. For today, we are joined by Kundai Mangwende. Um, Kundai Mangwende is a digital marketing expert. He is also the head of business strategy and creative at TBWA Altitude Zambia. He is also a very good friend of We Talk To and Wayana Media. Welcome, Kundi, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. Um, it's such an honor uh, to be on the show. I remember, you know, at the very beginning when, you know, we're sharing ideas um, around the show and um, in the formative, you know, stages and how the show has grown and to be a guest is something that I'd never anticipated. So yes, I'm excited and thank you very much for having me. Yes, we are so excited about the growth and we really appreciate your support in so many ways. And I'm sure you know that you are not just a guest to us, for you make part of the journey, not only for this podcast, but for Wayana Media as well. We are so delighted to have you, Kundi. Getting into today's topic, we have seen that the pandemic has changed the business landscape and we have seen most businesses taking advantage of digital marketing to develop their online presence and to stay connected with their target audience. Please walk us through what digital marketing really is and how it has evolved over the years. Thank you very much. It's, 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 it's good that you, you, know, um, you talk about the pandemic and how COVID has just changed the way we do business and you find that you know pre-covid uh, digital marketing was there was you know growing and um stuff like that but then covid really accelerated 
the adoption of um, digital marketing and rather digital transformation from an organization um, point of view. And I'll speak to that later on, but then coming back to your um, question, what exactly is digital marketing? So you find that I'll, I'm a simple person, right? But then in, in, in my view, I think, you know, digital marketing is all that marketing that happens online. So when you look at what marketing is, is trying to get, you know, our products and services to the right people at the right time at the right place. And now what we then use to do all that is through online channels. So that whole space is what we um, call digital marketing. Obviously, there are more refined definitions, but, you know, for the person who's listening and, you know, for the first time, um, that's basically what digital marketing is. And then talking about the pandemic and, you know, you raised a very good point at the beginning when you say many organizations are beginning to rely on digital marketing to reach out to their customers, to spread awareness, to drive engagement, to drive product updates. And it's very, very true because now more than ever, people are locked up in their homes. People are locked up at, um, uh, they're not going to work, but then we still need, business still needs to go on. They still need for business continuity. And now how do you target people when, you know, your prime medium was um, traditional marketing? We really need to rethink. And now more than ever, you find that people are spending more and more time in front of their phones, in front of their computers, in front of their TV. And all these are just digital tools that, get, that we use as marketers to spread our message out there to the people. And the beauty of digital, unlike you know, traditional, we can go ahead with the whole discussion around traditional versus um, digital. But then the beauty of digital is that you can really, really drill down to the exact person minus their name, but, you know, in terms of the profile, who exactly you want to target. And then there's also a greater degree of measurability. So on the upside, is that you can actually have a tangible return on investment to say we spent this on digital and this was the return that we got and then you do the calculation so it's quite exciting and hopefully we want to have a discussion here and you know engage and see how you know it has shaped and you know obviously you had countries in the west who are far ahead in terms of digital um adoption whereas countries you know um, in Africa, uh, including Zambia. Now you've got many brands that are latching on um, this trend of digital marketing. And uh, speaking of, we have also seen uh, small to medium businesses also taking advantage of the digital space to market their products and services. Can you please tell us some of the new normal digital marketing insights that they have to be cognizant of? Uh, what are those things that small business overlook that make all the difference and how can they optimize digital marketing to ensure desired results? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, let's take it one at a time. I might even forget the other series of questions now. Okay, the first one is around um, small and medium enterprises. The beauty of, you know, and I always say this to, to um, most of my clients, um, to say the beauty of, of, of digital marketing is that it's got a low entry, low um, entry in terms of, you know, what is expected for you to enter into digital marketing, right? But most importantly, you need a plan. 
you need a strategy. And that's the first thing I advise my clients. What is your plan, right? And what is your strategy? And how do you foresee, you know, us working in this digital space? Because you might, you, you might be surprised where, you know, because people are now, you know, at home and, you know, um, under lockdown in, in, in other spaces, where a manager would then come up and say, why are we not on Facebook, right? And then the next thing, you know, you've got the marketing manager rushing to open up a Facebook page. But then before that, there's no plan to say, what are we going to do? You understand? Mm-hmm. So even just in traditional marketing, you need a plan as much as you are, especially when you are in digital marketing. So that's the first thing we need to have a plan, right? And then the plan now really lays out to say, okay, fine. What are we going to be doing, right? Or what are we selling? Is it a product? Is it, is it, are they goods, right? And how does our product fit into the digital journey? Because remember, people are on a digital journey of awareness, consideration, purchase, up until our loyalty and, and um, referral. So at which point do we find out, you know, typical customers? And, you know, also bear in mind your product, right? What is it that you, you have? Is it a B2B? Is it a B2C, right? Is it a technical product, right? And that, that also then allows you to come up with a whole strategy. You are listening to We Talk To, a podcast hosted by Namukolo and Tracy. Welcome back. We are talking to Kundai, a digital marketing expert. And right before the break, we were talking about digital marketing in relation to small and medium enterprises. Over to you, Kundi. Thank you very much, um, Nam, for your question around SMEs and um, digital marketing and, you know, the role that digital marketing plays um, in light of, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic. And what many people don't know about myself is that um, I'm a brand strategist first, then digital marketer later, right? Um, I trained, um, went to school um, as for brand strategy, right? And then gradually just found myself um, into digital marketing because it was something that I was passionate about um, five, six years ago. And that's when I started off my career. So in terms of, you know, uh, where I come from, I really think that we always need to start with the brand strategy. And then ultimately we can talk about um, digital marketing. But then going back, with well, that's out of the way, but then going back to uh, the question at hand around digital marketing and SMEs, you find that many SMEs enter digital marketing out of default. Many organizations now, because you can no longer sell face-to-face, you can no longer um, book on radio or book on TV or book out of home or, you know, uh, experiential. The only solution for many of these SMEs is to go on to digital marketing. And many of them go in without a clear plan and strategy and which sets them up ultimately for failure. So the first things first is that you need to have a solid plan. You need to have a solid strategy, right? So first of all, there is a brand strategy and then there is a digital marketing strategy and a digital marketing strategy, what it simply does, it plays out in terms of how are we going to achieve what it is that we want to achieve and with what tools, right? And how are we going to track um, 
that um, uh, our success is based on our objectives that we want to do. And then ultimately it looks at the different channels and the tactics, the day-to-day run-ins um, and stuff like that. But then it presents a huge, huge uh, opportunity for SMEs in the sense that it's with a proper plan, you know, it's very easy to start off, right? There's no cost involved in opening up a Facebook page. There's no cost in opening up Twitter right, LinkedIn, and so many other different channels. But then you just need to have a proper plan. And I and you might attest, you have seen some brands, um, both locally and international, where you actually wonder, what's their strategy here? And what is it that they're trying to achieve um, at the end of the day? Thank you for that, Quindy. Um, it's, it's a good thing that you talked about you know, having solid plans. I think um, it, this doesn't only go to the small to medium enterprises, but to any other business for that matter. Um, looking at trends, um, Kundi, what are some of the new trends that digital marketing uh, has brought into play and what can brands do to capitalize on this? You brought up um, quite interesting topic around trends and you know, what's, you know, what's trending at the moment. But then before that, I want to bring it back. Remember I said I want to have a discussion. What brands um, or companies, you know, both locally and internationally, do you think are really, really killing it uh, in the digital space? Um, Nam, start off with you. Oh, wow, that's a tough one. Um, but at top of mind, I think I would say um, the Zamtel and MTN ads. Uh, what I like about them is the fact that they always use some kind of gimmick in their ads. And I think that also keeps us talking about it for quite some time. Um, another brand that I would think of is Heineken. Um, I always see their ads being linked to something topical. Uh, it's either uh, football season or my personal favorite, which is where um, the ad where waiters constantly mixed up drinks by giving the women in the ads cocktail instead of their ordered uh, drink, which was a bottle of Heineken. Um, it stood out for me because it also addressed the stereotypes in our society about women drinking beer. Uh, it also had some kind of humor in it, which I quite liked because memorable ads for me are those that one, make me think, and to make me laugh. What about you, Trey? What are your thoughts on this? For me, that would be Procter & Gamble's Olay. I like how they have stayed relevant during the global pandemic um, through their content and promos. Also Starbucks, um, we don't have Starbucks locally, but from what we see on social media, we know that it's not just a coffee shop, but they provide an experience to their customers. And they are very engaging on their platforms. You would say that their customers do the digital marketing for them. One other brand that has always been um, very consistent is uh -huh. Coca-Cola. Yes. Okay, for me, uh, Coca-Cola has always stood out, be it on the digital platforms or traditional. Um, for me, it has always had that emotional appeal and they always have great content, which is so relevant and relatable. And also they 
are very consistent. You know, they love um, to tell stories and these stories are what then brings the attention of their audience. So for me, Coca-Cola has done it. I mean, it, and it's still doing it. Um, it never gets old. Absolutely. And they also have a great sense of humor. Uh, if you see some of the, the ad campaigns that they actually run, there is a certain humor that they bring in when they do comparisons with competing brands. So for me, I actually like that about that. So thank you very much, Tracy. You were um, you highlighted one brand that really, really stood out uh, for you, which is Coca-Cola. And there are two things that, um, now I'm going to come back to your question in terms of what's trending, but then I wanted us to start from somewhere. And mm -hmm. there are two things that stood out for me in terms of your description, where you did mention um, consistency, right? Mm -hmm quality content and um, storytelling. And you find that many brands that have found success digitally or in the digital marketing space have stayed true to those three things. Mm -hmm. You tell good stories, right? Mm -hmm. uh, share quality content and you're consistent, right? And regardless of what channel it is, be it Facebook, be it um, Twitter, be it um, LinkedIn, there's power in story. Mm -hmm. And you find over and time and time again, human beings by nature are inclined to stories, right? We all love a story. We all love to hear what, um, you know, Pat on Daka uh, signed up for Leicester City. I don't know how the internet in Zambia because it's a story and we all like stories. So going back to the question around, um, or before we actually go back, my personal favorite is Red Bull. Um, Red Bull creates amazing content and not just amazing content, but fail that, you know, you could never do that. But then the, you know, the, 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 the trick behind all the, they don't create their content. Okay, they create 40% um, of their content, but 60% of their content is user-generated content. People out there are going to extreme sports, you know, creating content, and all they do is they just share that content. But that's the strategy that works for them. And like I said, on, we need to have a clear strategy of how we're going to what will work for Red Bull and work for Coca-Cola might not work for Nike, not work for MTN as well. So that's just to give a context into, um, you know, brands that are killing it. Then going into trending and what's trending in the digital marketing space, you find that globally, the increase of brands on TikTok, mm -hmm. right? Um, TikTok has growing phenomenon. Uh, and you find not just amongst young people, because initially when initially when TikTok started, um, you know, many, you know, people thought it was just for teenagers and stuff like that. But then the numbers are showing a different story, right? You've got adults, right? My dad shares videos that you would have found on TikTok and I'm wondering, huh? And I'm asking, 
are you on TikTok? And like, yeah, I'm on TikTok. He doesn't do anything, right? But uh, he is on TikTok and he enjoys whatever he sees, um, you know, stuff like that. And that's just one area of it. Then you also find in terms of new uh, channels that are coming up each and every day. We just saw the recent launch of um, Clubhouse on um, Android devices. Clubhouse was an exclusive iOS app. And just conversate, talk. And you find because people are stuck at home, right? We are naturally, we want to talk and share ideas. And that's what um, Clubhouse is doing. And now that it has even broadened its reach with the adoption of um, Android, you find that it has been growing phenomenally, right? People are having discussions every day right and brands can actually utilize that but not to forget you know as much as you want to talk about what's trending and what's happening in the space of digital marketing right we also need to go to the basics right the basics you know the basic channels like facebook twitter um and linkedin they are also developing and coming up with new and innovative ideas to interact with right uh-huh. self manufacturers are also coming up with um, so many um, features on their phones. You know, there's now this iOS 15 that sets apart, you know, what we possibly could have thought uh, when it comes to sharing and uh, content and, you know, watching, you know, now you can watch a movie together. What does that mean for brands, right? Then there's also this whole talk around privacy. That's also a latest trend mm-hmm. where now, you know, a brand's, and 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 apps and and organizations are being held responsible in terms when it comes to to um, privacy and how much information they can um, pull from their customers and how long they and you know what they do with that information which is more important so you find that brands are always in this space and you need to be very very dynamic right ears on the ground always up to speed happening so that you don't find yourself in a space where you know you're thinking that you know facebook 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 and then before you realize it you know facebook is now obsolete or your customers are no longer on facebook maybe they're on twitter you know so it's very volatile fast paced but it's quite um a space digital marketing Wow, thanks for that, Kundi. I think I personally have learned quite a bit in terms of brands and digital um, marketing and what to look out for, some of the trends that are coming up. Um, But what are some of the actionable tips that you can also leave our listeners with that can help them guarantee positive results in their digital marketing efforts? Thank you. Thank you. I'll go back to my first um, point have a plan, right? Without a clear plan, you're doomed um, to fail. You'll be frustrated. You'll not get the results. You'll probably think that this is a fad and that does not work. Why? Because you did not have a clear plan. And having a clear plan starts off with having a, a concise strategy, right? What are your objectives? You have to nail them down. What are your objectives, right? You want to achieve X amount of sales by, you know, this period. 
and like always, you know, the fundamentals of objective setting, setting around, you know, they have to be smart and all. Then from there, you need to understand who are your audience, right? Mm -hmm. If it's a B2B company, right? Maybe it's um, managers in, uh, in, a, in a technical environment who need software as a service, for example, or maybe you sell cupcakes or maybe you're into bridal and um, wedding um, higher services, right? So you need to drill down on, the, on your audience because once you understand your audience, the next steps become much simpler. Where do your audiences hang out, right? And what are the mediums that they use for communication? You might find that maybe your, your B2B prefer um, email as opposed to Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas your bridal, because you've got young people, young couples who are planning their weddings, they might you know, be interested in Pinterest, Facebook, uh, and maybe Instagram. So now once you, this, you can only understand this, right? after you have understood um, your audience and then you go into you know, the channels based on that. So you might realize that, you know what, we don't necessarily have to be on all channels. Maybe we can do Facebook and Instagram. Maybe we can do Instagram and TikTok or you know, depending on your objectives as well as your, 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 your audiences. And then ultimately, how are you going to upscale you know, what's your content strategy going to look like? What's your community management going to look like? How are you going to measure success? How are you going to run online ads? It's a lot um, to talk about in just one uh, question. But then it boils down to what I said, have a plan and have a clear strategy. At least with the plan, if things don't go according to that plan, you can always, you know, shift and change. And that's the beauty of digital. You can always optimize as you go and until you find the winning formula. And I really look forward to seeing more brands um, take up the digital space, right? More SMEs, more in individual entrepreneurs uh, use digital correctly, right? And there's also the issue of responsibly, right? That we should not also um, forget about. But yes, that's that in a nutshell. Clear plan, a concise strategy, and understanding your audience. Those are some of the major takeaway points from the overall discussion. But I just want to take you back a bit, Kundi, if I may. We talked about the digital marketing trends, and you mentioned trending social networks like TikTok, um, Clubhouse, and most importantly, the volatility and ever-changing features that are constantly being introduced, even by the old social networks. Taking it back home, do you think we are really taking advantage of these trends in the Zambian market? Thank you very much. I think that's also a quite interesting um, conversation to have to say, are we using the best or are we utilizing uh, all these platforms? And the answer is maybe yes or no, right? Yes, in terms of, you know, um, there are some brands out there in Zambia, right, um, that are adopting some of these are new channels and technologies. But then for the bulk of them, we're always stuck in that safe mode where, you know, it's just Facebook, Twitter, and um, maybe Instagram or maybe uh, LinkedIn. And it's our safe zone as brand managers. Why? Because maybe we think, ah, what's the value of being on, on, on TikTok? And secondly, how do I even create my existing content um, for TikTok? And you realize that TikTok is mainly 
um, video-based, right? Or Clubhouse is mainly um, voice-based, right? But then we are creating still images that work perfectly across all the different channels that we use. So one image is what we'll post on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and on Instagram, right? So that also is what hinders brands and organization venturing into new spaces. And also most importantly, just the fear of, you know, what if it fails, mm-hmm. right? Who's there? What's there? We don't even have the statistics to prove to say how many Zambians, for example, are on TikTok. That's, you know, such information is very good for decision-making. How many Zambians are on Clubhouse, right? And what's the value of Clubhouse, right? But then apart from the broader picture of, of, of people in Zambia, right, is how many people are on TikTok? Right. How many people are on Clubhouse? Because if you if you start looking at the bigger picture, you begin to realize that but my market is not only in Zambia. I can sell wedding dresses to people in Peru, right? I can sell my Mukuba coffee to people in, 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 in London, right? And then what are people talking about um, in London when it comes to issues to do with diets and everything? Let me hook up into a conversation or into a group, a Clubhouse room, and, you know, speak about my product, you get it? So once you see the bigger picture around um, digital marketing, you begin to see the endless possibilities of what is actually um, feasible and doable uh, on these channels and not just look at the safe zone because the safe zone will always give you the same results, right? And that's when you then end up being frustrated, you end up being, you know, uh, pushing and, um, you know, chasing vanity metrics on, you know, we've grown the page by 600 people. Our comments have, have um, increased, but then when it comes to the bottom line, there's been no impact, but you're spending so much time um, on such spaces. So which on its own, the issue of, you know, what, how do we measure success is a topic on its own, maybe for another, um, episode um, because it's very contentious and you find we always tend to go for the safer area which is likes etc etc but yeah that's it i i really like that um <laughs> and i think if we were to delve deeper into it we'll have you the whole day <laughs> so yeah I, I i think we have to let you go now but i really want to thank you for joining us today and sharing some great insights with our audience Thank you very much. And, um, you know, before I go, um, if you allow me, uh, Tracy, and um, you said I'm an expert, right? But, you know, without giving, you know, a brief background of where, you know, uh, the expertise is um, coming from. Um, because you know, in nowadays, in, 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 in today's world, it's very easy and simple for people to just say, you know, he's an expert, especially in digital marketing, where, you know, people wake up today and say, you know, I'm an expert in digital marketing. So just a brief background for the benefit of our audiences um, in terms of, you know, my career um, history. I began off in uh, straight out of college in 2010, um, worked for a small pharmaceutical 
company at that time and they had like five, six brands and I used to manage um, the digital. But then before that, like I said, I trained as a brand strategist and I spent you know, a good four years managing a portfolio of six brands um, from sexual and reproductive to health and beauty to cosmetics um, based in Zimbabwe. And then from there, I then moved um, to an agency, right? Um, that was in 2012 uh, at TBWA Zimbabwe. And there, that's when I managed a portfolio of, you know, many brands. I always tell people that my team was the one that launched um, Stand Big Bank on social media at the time. And, you know, for the first time and their first post and their first plan, we were all behind that. And then I moved, you know, across working for TBWA Zimbabwe, across different brands and countries, Malawi, Botswana, um, South Africa, but, you know, based in Zimbabwe. And then recently, that's when I then moved to TBWA Zambia, where we also manage, you know, um, a portfolio of brands um, in the telecoms and financial sector. So it's been a long journey. And along the way, I've seen so many things. You know, I remember when we started off, there was um, Google Plus and, you know, it was trendy, it was everything, but now it's no longer there. So it's been an ever-changing industry and being up to speed uh, with the latest trends um, is fundamental to stay ahead uh, of what's happening. So that's that in a nutshell. And thank you very much for having me. It's been an honor, it's been a pleasure. And um, I look forward to the growth of um, the podcast and um, other conversations that are of interest. Thank you. Thanks, Kunzi, for sharing all your insights uh, into digital marketing and brand strategizing. We are really honored to have had you onto the show uh, and also have picked into your brain and I hope our listeners have actually learned a thing or two from you from today. Thank you very much again. And to our listeners, please don't forget to like and share to follow the conversations. Our healthy reminder for this week is to adhere to the five COVID-19 golden rules, which are one, sanitize, two, wear your mask correctly, three, maintain a social distance, four, stay home and avoid unnecessary movements, and five, seek medical attention early if symptomatic. And friends, please remember, together we can all get through this if we protect ourselves and the ones around us. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. That was another exciting edition of We Talk To Podcast, hosted by Namukolo and Tracy. Brought to you by Wayana Media. Join us next time.